Welcome all to the... Welcome back to the Pretty Okay Gamers podcast. Welcome back? Back? Maybe this is your first time. Maybe it's not welcome back. Maybe it's thank you for joining us for (laughs) your first episode. Thanks for coming by. (laughs) Embark on a a wonderful journey through time and space. Okay. Too far. See? (laughs) Every time. Too far. Um, (laughs) I'm Josh. I'm Justin. Oh, those are our names. There they are. Yes. And here we are. And today, today's a special episode. We do these every other episode, it seems. Yeah, Um, so we've gotten into that little uh, habit or cadence where every other episode we're doing what normal people call a let's play, but we're calling radio theater because neither of those things are true. (laughs) Yes, that's the best name we could think of for this, uh, this segment. So if you have better ideas, if people out there have better ideas or suggestions... Uh, we would appreciate that because that's that right. would help us tremendously. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, but what yeah. game are we playing, Josh? Yeah. Or what game am I playing, I guess? Is well, the you're playing a very important game, I think. And that's because this is a very important series to me. And uh, I know that you tried the first game. So we're going to play Mass Effect 2 today, or you're going yes. to play Mass Effect 2 today. Um, yes. But you tried the first game and it wasn't for you. I'm no, I was going to ask why let's actually, why don't we start with why? What happened? What was your feeling with the first game? I was bored. Oh, you were bored. (laughs) How far did you play into the game? Justin, I probably, I probably played about an hour and a half. Okay. All right. I mean, that's, that's a good try. You know, if by that Uh, point you're not grabbed. Yeah. I, uh, I think I'm trying to remember. I was definitely on a planet and I definitely, engaged in combat sure sure with said uh inhabitants on this planet uh-huh. i don't recall what they were i think they were like toad looking things am i am i wrong i remember them being blue right uh Maybe they I'm were not. zombies and they oh, were blue nice. zombies ah blue zombies perfect mm-hmm. so yes i was close enough but just not the <laughs> toads, frog part. that's um <laughs> the same thing as zombies um yeah, yeah well okay so what's funny about that to me and what's always struck me by your reaction to that is that it's no more or less boring in my opinion to kotor kotor is like made by the same teams or team Literally. or group mm-hmm. and feels very much the same I would say that KOTOR today feels more boring than maybe perhaps it did at a time. And the combat yeah, is not true. real time in KOTOR and it is real time in Mass Effect. So, but everybody has their own feelings and probably what drove you through KOTOR is, a, and this is a guess before I let you speak, is yeah. the fact that it was Star Wars and it was a Star Wars probably. game. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, a Star Wars game. Um, I liked Star Wars. I was young and had the time to sure be okay with the patience maybe yeah. but i mean I, I didn't it didn't feel slow but yeah if you go back and play kotor now man yeah it's slow it Wolf. starts just as slow it's okay. so slow regardless kotor is awesome we're not going to disparage kotor um no. so this game i'm really interested for you to try because this game is different than the first one mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. not you know it's still mass effect you know still mass effect but it is different and i'm very excited for you to try it because i think that maybe maybe you may have a different reaction so these games mass effect the mass effect trilogy are some of my favorites mass effect 2 is the best out of the three so if you don't like this game you're not going to like any of the others and you know whatever don't even try got it but but we'll see so Let's go ahead and start the game, Justin. Oh, wait. I'm going to start. Wait. 
I'm but, sorry. I'm I'm talking too much. I apologize. But what's up? We need to blow the spoiler horn because Bing. the thing yeah. is, to start this game, we're gonna have to spoil the first game. And I would like to give you the best chance of enjoyment to this game. So I'm gonna have to tell you things that happened, and we'll also tell you things that happened yeah. in the first game. I figured as much, especially because yeah. I think in the new character correct, uh, selection, it asks you, yes. would you like to start from a, a male or female? Right. And uh, would you like to import from Mass Effect 1? Yes. So. And that's one of the greatest things about this game and really hasn't been done since as well um, yeah. or at all. Yeah, it's been done before this, but not since. Um, the Witch, the Witcher is probably the only thing yeah, that they have it in its own can, sense. Does it import saves from the old games? I don't know if it imports saves other than maybe it just imports or just Oh, asks no, you're right. You. It totally does. I totally it, forgot it, about that. It does so something I lied. asking you. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know if it does it as well. And the whole thing about Mass Effect Probably is not. you play the first game and you can import all of the stuff you did to the second game. And it's not like everything, but like really major decisions get imported to the second game. And then, and I don't know how It doesn't this, matter, so it's fine. You can import that into the third game. So, you know, and they even said like the development for the third game was almost impossible because there were like hundreds of decisions you could make over the previous two games that they had to take into account and blah blah yeah. anyway we're not gonna talk about the third game right now because that would maybe put you off let's talk about the second right. game so the second game's awesome it takes place after the first game the first game just in a nutshell you chase a dude who's a bad guy um and you become basically special forces and able to Sweet. rise above the law to chase this guy down uh, and, a vigilante. Yes. And so you chase him down. You realize that he's actually not the big bad. The big bad is a race of sentient machines that are coming back to wipe out all of organic life. Ooh, and fun. you end up having to battle the vanguard, which is one machine of the machine race. And you win and you save all of the universe from them. And so gotcha. that's the beginning of this game. Cool. Well, I'm going to fire it up. All right, so let's start Ooh. the game. I'm going to do something different. I'm never a female character, so I'm going to pick a female character. Plus, she's good looking, so, you know, I can't... I have to say it. It has to be said. So, I'm a, I'm a fan. Uh, I, I will uh, have to uh, comment when, uh, once we <laughs> fire this up. So, it's loading now. You know me. I'm noise. a really big fan of strong women and, you know, uh, uh, as the main character. And gotcha. it's not all about looks, but sometimes it's nice. I'm just going to leave all that, whatever it was said. Wait, no, okay. Settings. All right. So you're skipping past that part, which is fine. We can change that later. But yes. here we go. We're starting the, the title screen. Title and, screen. you know, yeah. A big blazing ball of fire. Yes. A planet exploding or a star, depending on the way you look at it, I guess. Probably all of the above. Um, so I already have comments. Because uh, mm -hmm. I already saw this. Um, Miranda is from the first one. No. Right? Okay. This is the first right, time you good. see either of these people. Okay, so the other one definitely has to be, uh, what's his name's dad? No. Um, nope. No, 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 wait, I'll explain to you. Ah, uh, what's his, two and a half men. What's his name? What's his oh, name? Oh, yeah, it is, that's the actor, yes. Yes, I yep. love it. I, I knew, I know his voice from a mile away, and because I'm a huge West Wing fan, so... Yeah, that's the um, same. That's I forget his name. That is the actor oh voice him, and he does terrible. a great job in this game. And the the woman doing Miranda's voice is also um, an Australian voice actor who's relatively famous. She's very good. Yeah. So Charlie Sheen's dad. Yes. Yes. 
So we open uh, on the scene with a big ball of sun fire in this, you know, dark room with a smoking man and a woman who is talking about how Shepard did everything right. And now they have to figure out how to talk to her or something. I didn't even pay attention. So they talk about the devastating attack from the old game and kind of lead you into it. And there's the rumor of the Reapers return. So the Reapers were the sentient machine race that tried to come back. Um, And you find out that they are in stasis or like not hiding, but hibernating in Mm. deep space. And so that one was the Vanguard to come wake them up, but you stop them. So they're still out there in deep space hibernating somewhere. And now they're talking or not talking. They're showing the Normandy, which was your uh, ship from the previous game. And that was the cool gotcha. part about the game was you had a ship to fly around space with a crew and you had to, you know, do missions and win and all the things. So this is supposed to be nostalgic and somewhat affecting because here you are back in the Normandy with all your friends and the pilot Joker, who is awesome and also voiced by a famous actor that I can't remember the name of, but um, fantastic. I'll have to look at the credits uh, after we play. Yes. I'm trying to think of the voice yeah, i don't know it doesn't ring a bell so we're flying through space and there's this uh this blob that's following my ship and obviously geth is the uh is that the menu is that that's the an mechanic? old race that got wiped out by the reapers previously uh but and are they the geth like uh hostile they're gone. Or? they've been gone a long okay. time so we don't know nothing about them seth gotcha. green okay, so seth green yes yes um, so we're getting what bla- blasted by what looks like literally a rock ship, a ship that looks like a rock. Um, and now there's somebody running through my ship. Oh, it's a dude. So when I picked a girl, it's a dude that's running. But when it's a the other way around, dude coming to get me. Yep. It's okay. That's true. Gotcha. Let's do this. And so. Oh, and names are changed. That's Caden Alenk Alenko from the previous game. Yeah. Him or um, the chick you were just referring to, Ashley Williams, there was a choice in the previous game between them dying. And so if you made that choice, one of them is alive on this part. And you didn't make that choice, so it chooses for you. Gotcha. So your ship is Um, getting blasted to bits by this gigantic gigantic ship. Yeah, and so the one thing about Mass Mass Effect that you don't, I guess uh, we should have clarified is you have the ability. There's like a, a voice commands or at least decisions, yes. dialogues. The that decision could... wheel. It's famous at this point. Yes. And, uh, and there's still other dialogue happening, like their voiceover uh, yes. or the voice acting. But uh, you, there's the times where you can make your own decisions. So your character, Shepard, is yelling at the crew to get in the um, escape shuttles. Escape pod. Yeah. And she's trying to make last minute changes to get everybody safe. And Caden Alenko, your shipmate jumped in right and the um escape shuttles are now launching from the normandy that is getting hammered to bits that's pretty much hammered i mean there's yeah, no way that thing gone. is it's gone <laughs> so that's that's really sad so i'm assuming what's going to happen is that i'm going to crash my ship into this planet uh, i assume because i'm the one i'm staying on my ship and i'm finally able to act as the individual. Ooh, yeah, so updated. now you're in this flaming hulk of a ship, and you're expected to move through the ship and right. do things, things. We're going to do some quick changes here. Yeah, I don't know why you had it at such a low 
Well, it wouldn't let me. Cha- it wouldn't probably let me didn't change give you a anything. Yeah, so I'm ch- changing the graphics. Yeah, I jack it all up. Ooh, I can. Oh, that's as high as I. Can. Oh no, I can go. Can I go to 4K, 5K? Oh, is to this 5K. gonna work? You're gonna turn it all the way up? Here we go. Yeah. Let's find out what happens. Did it work? Oh Jesus. Oh boy. Oh boy. It looks like it worked. Oh yeah. Eh, seems good to me. It's not really choppy, wow. is it? No, I mean, even on mine, it looks pretty smooth. Very good. Uh, 5,000 by something nice. something. <laughs> yeah, we're doing some 5K Mass Effect. Bet you didn't play that when you were playing Mass Effect 2. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. So you hear Joker, who is the pilot, calling for Mayday. And Ooh, so this is fun. you're moving through the ship. Right. Oh, snap. Oh, uh, am I supposed to go this way? I guess yep, yeah, whole you're breach. Going. You're going. Ooh, that's pretty. How so old is this game? Did this game come out on... Uh, 2012 or something like that? Or, no, oh my gosh. Let me look. Oh, and there's no noise. 2010. Now that's cool. Yeah, you're, so you step out of the cargo hold into the vacuum of space because most of the ship has been blasted away, and you're, you have to walk slowly through it, um, which is wow, cool because cool. they have like magnetic boots and stuff. It's awesome. Mag boots. Uh, for a game that old, this is... F- this looks really good <laughs> doesn't it it's great i love the way oh this, my these games look. And every time they made the next one they um upped the graphics even more which is pretty fun so the third talk one looks to even joker. better it says talk to joker is that telling me that i'm going too slow so like oh, I no see. it has him highlighted so when you get close enough you can talk to him gotcha but yeah so he's still in the pilot seat field. doing things Doof. oh that's interesting so there's like a there's a force field around. between the cockpit and the space vacuum so that makes sense. That happens. Uh, oh, you, pr- so you don't know anything of, before you select. Okay. So you can kind of pause here for a second. The thing about Joker I is can't. that <laughs> he is, um, he has, I forget what the disease is called, but the disease where like your bones are so brittle that mm-hmm. like the slightest movement can break them. So that's okay. why he's a pilot. He wanted to join up, but he couldn't because he's so breakable. So he's an amazing pilot, which you find out in the first game. But Anyway, I wanted to give you that background. You don't know that before <laughs> this happens. So go ahead. You can move forward. Okay. I'm going to say, don't lo- throw your life away. He's trying to save the ship. Yeah, he doesn't want to let it go because this is his ship. He loves this ship from the first game. Like you did some amazing things. Um, and it's like kind of like his body, you know? That's gotcha. the way he feels yeah, about it. Yeah, it's his baby. Yeah. Okay, so we're getting blasted by this rock ship that's literally just obliterating. Yeah, it's okay, basically so the cut cutting your ship in half at this point. Don't look very good. <laughs> yeah, the cuts the cutscenes look like they've been rendered down, but that's not their fault though. Yeah, I'm not gonna give them that much crap. So we're going into an escape pod. Finally. Yep. She gets Joker into the escape pod, and then more explosions happen. Oh, oh no! And she gets slammed against the wall. This is Shepard I'm talking about. Yes. She manages to press the button to shoot the escape pod and save Joker. Oh, and she gets blown and She up. gets blasted against the wall inside the ship and floats into space. Explosions. And the ship oh. goes kaplow. Wow. Those, that was a big explosion. But we're in space. Why is there noise? Okay, now there's no noise. Good. Yep. Oh, that was noise. It was muffled. Well, the vibration, I think, is what you probably felt. Uh-oh, and so like Shepard's floating through space, and you can see the oxygen leaking from her sh- or her suit. Right. And now she's heading toward the planet. Oh, and she she's falling 
down into the the atmosphere of this planet. Which and that's the kinda... beginning of the game. Congratulations. <laughs> okay, I'm done now. I'm just kidding. This is interesting. That's a w- interesting way to start it. I like it. It doesn't introduce as men- uh, a lot of um, gameplay in the sense of like action. It's just more of a dialogue selection. So that's not. This game starts with more action. So, so now you get the basic credits like it's a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but pay attention to what's happening while we talk. So this game opens up with that scene where your ship, the ship that you had previously, you know, babied and done so many different things with in the previous game and all of your different teammates gets Mm -hmm. blown to smithereens by this unknown enemy. Oh, my goodness gracious, Joshua. Enemy. And so, yeah, that happened and the ship's gone. (laughs) So you're like, you know, if you played the first game and you play this, you're like, you just blew away the Normandy. That was everything from the last game. And so that also kind of scatters your teammates, too. You don't know what happens to them. And seemingly, Shepard is also dead. But it looks like which uh, a project named Lazarus, Lazarus, which is basically like uh, just as like a key key phrase right here for uh, like a resurrection, yep. uh, if you understand it. Um, and it looks like, oh, that was weird. It just like went into a cutscene. Yeah, it's like the, loading now. So oh, the cutscene okay. was like all these different things jamming oh, into Shepard's body, and um, Shepard's bone are being, bones are being put back together, and all the things. So now you get to name mm. your character and make her look however uh, you want. What's what's uh, not Jane? Not Mary Jane. I'm trying to think. Uh, oh shoot, who's this other lady in Spider Man? Gwen. 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 Thank you. She's my girl, Gwen Shepard. No, it's all about MJ, man. MJ. Heck, heck, no. Not new MJ. <laughs> no, gosh, new MJ no. is just cool. Yeah, uh, new MJ is awesome. All right, so uh, this is this is where you get to choose how she looks, and if you choose Quick Start, you you basically get how she looks right now, and then she's mm-hmm. the the class of soldier. But if you choose Custom, you can make her look however you want, and then mm-hmm. also choose your class. Should I, I do this for the sake I would do of time? Custom, do custom. But okay. I think for the sake of this podcast, maybe we won't make her appearance any different. So you can okay, choose should... default appearance. Okay. It, it, it gets really involved. You can do some crazy stuff Holy with her cow. face, which is fun. Involved. And actually, if you look online, you can find the different codes because you just input a code for different uh-huh. people's faces or different faces that people designed in this oh, wow. designer. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. So there are six classes, two of which are hybrid classes. So there's the soldier, which is basically run and gun and shoot stuff. There's the infiltrator, mm-hmm. which is um, like Stealthy. good with sniper weapons, good at hacking, good at, um, you know, disruption and traps. And then there's the vanguard, which the vanguard. I'm trying to think how this works in this game. The vanguard is... A combination of the adept and I think it's the infiltrator. So like you're a stealthy person with mind powers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, that, I think that's how it goes. And then the sentinel is like the adept combined with um, the soldier. So the adept class is like you use the force. You have the ability to make things float or move objects with your mind or shoot mind energy or all kinds yeah. of things and then obviously adept is the that's the on. yeah that's the whole like force i'm thinking sentinel wielder. 
Okay. So, okay. Sounds pretty cool. Uh, he- weapons training is heavy, heavy, posi- uh, heavy pistol and submachine gun. Soldier is assault rifle, shotgun, sniper rifle. Ah, Soldier is like the main like run and gun class. That's the one I always play just because I'm super boring and vanilla. But um, I think probably the most fun is the adept because you can make stuff happen. Like you create black holes and you can throw people around and smash them in the ground and but all with your mind. Um, so. uh, right, of course, but I like I'm looking for me. I'm I'm always looking for the weapons training here. Yeah, well, and that's the it. fun thing is like the yeah, soldier class <laughs> is so run and gun and fun. Yeah, so. that's my my thing. Uh, colonist. So we have spacer. I'm assuming it's kind of like the uh, the expanse where you have someone who's always lived in space. Yes. Okay. And then yeah. Earthborn so the idea behind this is well. you're choosing your background. So were you raised in space? Were you raised in the colonies, or were you raised on Earth? And um, it tells you a little bit about each. I'm going to do Spacer. So the cool thing about the Spacer before you choose it is that with the Spacer, your parents were Alliance military. So they were both military people. Um, And this is probably the interesting thing about these three choices is that along with it, you get the choice of not the choice built into each of these is kind of like renegade versus uh, paragon choice so like the spacer is like you were a military brat and you were raised as such and you're kind of like a paragon whereas the mm. earthborn you were raised on earth which is like this now seedy hellscape of crime and villainy <laughs> so oh, nice yeah and then a psychological profile damn yeah, so you get to War choose hero. your background and you choose your psychological profile. Were you the sole survivor of um, some military operation that went sideways? Were you the war hero who saved a military operation? Or were you ruthless where you got the military op- operation done, but you did it in such a way that any means necessary? Hmm, I'm going to do war hero. Yeah, that's, that's how I was playing. <laughs> I like being the hero. <laughs> it's just easier. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to accept. Yes, I'm going to accept. So at the center of this game and all these games is the Paragon versus Renegade choices. Yes, I was going to ask you explain that because is that like basically the dark and light? Yes, essentially. Star Wars. So let's let the opening start and then I will talk about the Renegade versus Paragon. So I'm waking up. Lots of medical equipment. Miranda's there again, the woman from the previous thing that we still don't know who she is or why. She's talking to a man named Wilson and she's talking to you. And saying to lie still. Yeah. So basically, they, I'm assuming they've raised me for them to dead. <laughs> yeah, it's a good assumption. And you hear all the like, um, the medical alarms going off and off, stuff because yeah. you woke up early. And she's yelling at Wilson that you know he brought you out of it early and things are going wrong and yeah, blah blah. Uh oh. So it looks like I wasn't ready. Oh, this face is creepy. <laughs> she's right there. Yeah, it's like right in the screen. Yeah. Throws you off just a little bit. Wake up, Commander. So now Miranda on the radio is saying, wake up, or the loudspeaker, wake up, Commander. And you see yourself, and there's things rocking your hospital bed or whatever. What's up with this? We're always getting shot at. What the heck? Yeah, well, shooting and explosions, and she's telling you to get out and move and do things. And so Shepard is getting up and moving to the storage locker to pick up the pistol, which is empty, by the way, and her armor. Uh, do I get armor? Okay. You're wearing it right now. So Walk over to the she just told clip. you to get into cover. And there was an explosion at the door and somebody's dead on the floor. And now you have ammo. Yay. 
So it's basically walking you through how to use cover because this is just like the first game, a cover shooter, although most more so than the first game. Ooh, so I just shot at a robot. Yeah, there's there a robot shooting at you faster. in the foyer. Oh, there we and go. So now you're Space. moving through the hallways here. So, so Mass Effect, I don't really know any of the details and I don't really care, of course, but, um, you know, Bioware made Knights of the Old Republic. They made Star Wars games and or some of the Star Wars games. Well, one yeah. of the best Star Wars games ever right. made. And the idea oh, behind shit. Star Wars is that there's the light side and the dark side. And that was a main factor in the role play aspect of the Knights of the Old Republic games. So when they made this, this was like the spiritual successor, these games, the Mass Effect games, the spiritual successor to the KOTOR games. And right. so they kind of brought the light side versus the dark side again into these games, but they did it in a more nuanced way because they, they wanted you to, without having to make three games in one with the first game or the second game or even the third game, they wanted to make you a hero of the games. Yes. But so Give there's the really only one storyline, but within that you could operate in certain ways. So you could be a total jerk and be a renegade and yeah. be rebellious in your decision making and the way you talk to people. Or you could be a paragon where you're, you know, the goody two shoes war hero who does everything right and tries to save everybody and you right. had those choices. So at each point in both or all three games you get to choose certain tough choices at certain times and not all of them are of course important choices but at every time Ooh. or at every point it always got me because i liked role-playing as the character right and choosing how i responded so that's the paragon versus the um renegade system and as you as you do it more and more you gain more points in it and you get more options for different dialogue options so that's another cool point to it so you're moving through the hallways here, and you just picked up a grenade launcher. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to figure out how to. They, oh, okay. So this, this is a little different. Why isn't it letting me select it? I, I hold left. Do I? How do I switch? Uh, move your mouse over the move weapon the bar, and then bar the grenade anywhere. launcher. Can you click on the grenade launcher? I tried. I'm clicking on it. Maybe Weird. Oh, maybe if I just do number two, I can. Yeah. Switch to it. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so far, this is, uh, oh, shoot. Why did, what happened there? Oh, I just pressed adrenaline, apparently. Yeah, and the adrenaline is cool because it, like, does bullet time, and then you can pick things off, which is nice. Oh, nice. Uh-oh. There's, uh... And your powers are on cooldowns. Storm through it. Oh, Yeah, powers are cooldowns. Got it. So I have, like, special powers, even though I am not... You know, I'm assuming that's part of my suit. Well, like, you're just so good at fighting and combat that you, like, the idea behind the one is that you have the ability to control your adrenaline and do things under fire and all that stuff, so. Interesting. Oh. So you're moving through this facility and people are getting murdered by robots, basically. Oh, nice. As they shouldn't. Yep. And now, just... now you're moving Ooh. through when you're seeing somebody else have a firefight with more robots. Where's my health? Okay, it's on the bottom right, bottom corner, or bottom. Oh, who are you? Oh, Jacob. So and you I'm now found Jacob, down. right? Yes. And Jacob, 
No, say Jacob and I uh, was shooting at the these robot thingamajiggies, and I came in and shot one, and now we're pinned down. And uh, he's essentially saying, "Oh yeah, you're you're probably just starting to understand what's going on right now, uh, but we're telling you to go back to the shuttle first. Before, yeah, uh, and, and he was like, "You shouldn't even be awake. You're not. Yeah. You weren't even fully put together yet." <laughs> Yeah, so that's always reassuring. So I'm going to uh, make my decision on uh, basically asking questions like, why are they attacking? Someone's hacked into them. Oh, so interesting. Yeah, so these are security mechs. Nice. I'm tired of taking orders. I need answers. I'm basically saying, uh, asking for answers because uh, I've ever since I've woken up in this game, uh, I have been getting told what to do. Yep. I like her scars. You can see the scars yes, from all I the see things. That. Um, if you are more renegade, the more renegade you are, the more deep and obvious yeah. the scars are, and you can see like light coming out of them. <laughs> like you're basically robotic. And the more paragon you are, the more they heal, and then you become more of a person. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming. Uh, what about so? I always crew? choose to ask about the crew because it's like you got your ship blown up, and then you wake up and you're put back together after suffocating to death yeah. and falling to a planet. <laughs> so, yeah. And Jacob is military. I like that about him, where he is no BS kind of guy. So, yeah. So now he's like, you know, we can chat about this in a second. Why don't we take care of these mechs that are pinning us down? So I was trying to teach you how to use your cool powers, which the cool thing about Mass Effect is that it's like the old style RPGs made by Bioware where you can pause time and choose powers and make them happen. Or you can put them on hotkeys, which you were using before um, and use those. But if you pause time, you have the ability to use your squad mates powers as well. So now Uh, you take out the mechs and now he says, "Okay, I said I'd give you answers. Ask whatever you want. I'm sorry, I asked what happened to the Normandy. Yeah. And the last thing she remembers is the Normandy getting obliterated. Yeah. So he points out that thanks to you, pretty much everyone survived. Nice. And I'm asking, where are they now? Because everyone, most of everyone went out and survived. So you find out now that it's been two years since and that whole pl- incident. And people and my crew has basically left the Alliance. I wonder why. Yeah. They were my team, so I would like to find them. So I basically just said I'd like to know. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. I just want to. I just want to get off this boat. Yep. Oh, interesting. Their arms have like these weird little. Oh yeah, you don't really know anything about that. Yeah. So like, (laughs) those are Omni tools. They're called. Okay. And it's basically like having holographic computers on your arm. Gotcha. So that's how you interface with machines and computers and all the things. Gotcha. So that was Wilson, the guy from the previous little cutscene where he woke up and Miranda was yelling at him. Yeah. And he's asking for help. <clears throat> so Jacob's like, let's go help him out, shall we? Let's go find him because he's a Ooh. survivor. So you're moving through the hallway, which is all messed up and there's blood stains everywhere and shots on the ground. And, and yeah. Nope. Oh. Don't forget that so, it is a cover shooter, so feel free to use yeah, cover as much as you'd I like. I'm used to... The only thing is I'm trying to play it like uh, Gears, where you can like roll across. Oh, yeah. It's not quite that dynamic, you know? Yeah. So, 
That's what I was trying. Took care of the next there. The Moving on. Moving on Moving to on. the next boat. It's hard to narrate and play at the same time. It sometimes. is. It's really difficult. And that's why I'm trying to pick up the slack a little bit here for you. Because yes. I had the same situation with Final Fantasy VII Remake where yes. I was so engrossed and like it was so action-packed that I, I was like, I can't really talk. <laughs> right. Exactly. So you move uh, through the halls and you get to find Wilson, who's actually hurt. Yes. And which is good because now you have somebody else with your little team. Nice. What's interesting is in this part is that you're now starting to see symbols on the doors and like their arms on their like arm patches and stuff. Um, and those are the symbols from Ooh. Cerberus, which is yes. significant from the last game, which we can talk more about in a minute. I think she'll actually talk about in a second. Unity. So what? it's teaching you how to use uh, the Omni Gel. Ah. So Omnigel can be used to put together or fix weapons and armor, which not actually put together. There's no crafting in this game. But what I mean is like you can um, break weapons down into Omnigel and then Omnigel is like, you know, a currency. But it also can be used um, in medkits to help you heal and stuff. Nice. And that's called Unity? Uh, Well, no, the power you're using is called Unity, which you're, that's like healing your squad basically gotcha 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 so they're chatting about what's going on and um jacob and wilson are going back and forth and justin now has the choice between i don't trust any of you yet or it doesn't matter it doesn't matter that's basically saying we have to get out of here it doesn't matter um so justin chose i don't trust any of you you're all strangers to me right so and jacob's like yeah yeah that makes sense we know And so yeah, they're talking about Miranda. Yeah, who's know, the lady Miranda. that we see in the first uh, first scene. Yeah. So I guess we're going to have to f- find this lady. She's either dead or she's a traitor. So, so they're trying what... to figure out what to do next. Either get out of here or go find Miranda. So you chose to say that you haven't known her long enough to trust her. Yes. <clears throat> and Wilson was trying to say she's a traitor. And Jacob's right. like, uh, she's like a company woman. I don't think she'd ever even know how to be a traitor. And just that yeah. at that moment, the uh, more mechs bust into the room, and you're fighting them with um, your group here. Jacob is a uh, um, an adept, so he has the ability to kind of make them float through air and help you. I was wondering where that came from. Yeah, he he like knock sets them up, and you can knock them down. So I would back up because you can make those barrels blow up to move on. How? Overload. So you can shoot them, but they're telling telling you to use a uh, power to do it. Oh, jeez, that's yeah. some deep stuff, man. There's a lot of talking in this game. Well, yeah, I mean, there's always talking. It's like an old, not old. It's like you know, lots of talking. Yeah, it's an RPG. So they're trying to decide what to do next, and you've got the two sides here going back and forth. Jacob is like, you know, the goody two shoes style guy that like wants to go help. And Wilson's right. like, I just want to save my neck. Let's get out of here. So yes, that's so, and so he basically, Jacob basically told me uh, that this Lazarus project was uh, funded and controlled by Cer- what, was Cerberus. 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 Yeah, and, which and Wilson familiar. is like trying to guard the secret, and Jacob's like, we might as well tell her she's awake. <laughs> yeah, some kind of pro splinter group. Yeah. So like, what's interesting Human. is the previous game Cerberus was incredibly evil. And you mm-hmm. actually tried to shut them down in the previous game because they were like gotcha. a terrorist group with gotcha. many cells over many planets. 
And so they sabotaged things all the time, but they were pro-human, meaning like they didn't accept, they were like racists. They didn't accept any form of alien life or aliens to be part of the Alliance or any part of that. So they tried to sabotage that all the time. Right. So they're trying to discuss it. And what's interesting is like Shepard wakes up and she's been brought back to life by Cerberus, this organization that's not entirely good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right so she's confused as it is and she's asking like who this uh suspicious or what was it the elusive man elusive man yeah so i'm I'm basically just uh prodding these guys to figure out like yeah uh he, that he has to have answers is basically what i'm saying i need answers to all of my questions because you what's, know yeah and what's cool about the um uh, dialogue wheel so again famous but um the dialogue wheel gives you these like spokes basically of choices for dialogue that you can have in the conversation Ooh. what's cool about the dialogue wheel is the, each wait. section during every conversation so what you have here is uh, the ability to hack this terminal <laughs> if you want to yeah. and then you can get more stuff i can't remember what you get for it, xp or something how do i hack it so you have to find the one that matches the one at the top Oh shit! Hack it. Tucky mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> one and, at the top. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So the one up there, you want to try and find the same look. Oh, it does. I. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's not what I wanted. So you're supposed to click it. Oh, you click on the one that looks like it, or not? Why, why isn't I was clicking it? Nothing was happening. That's weird. <laughs> it doesn't tell me how to. You can't oh, lose okay. this one, so maybe enter on it. There we go. There you go. Okay, I'll just do it twice. Oh, so oops. each time you have to find the next one, so over to the oh, right okay. there. There you go. And then I don't see oh. that one. Mm, I don't see that one. Down, down, there. There you yep. go. And oh. there you go. Right here? Yep. Yep. And I, then I have to do it the purple where's the purple i don't see the purple one yet they're being incredibly generous so you can learn how to do oh, it oof. gotcha go. i was like i was basically trying to understand why it was taking for so long yeah uh, so i hacked that thing sorry about that the guy says there's like this random pauses i was extremely <laughs> focusing on something that's probably should have been way too easy yeah well no it's the first time you're doing it it's like what am i even doing they don't explain yeah. it real. okay so yeah. what was i saying about the oh, shoot mm, so more mechs you're fighting here um, oh, right. So the the dialogue wheel. So each section tries to stay consistent on the wheel. So the upper right is always going to be your like nice guy choice or the like more um, paragon choice. Um, OK. The bottom right is like the renegade. And then the good. That's what I've been selecting. Yeah. Accents. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. That's why I'm explaining it because. You know, you choose the snarky ones, which are fun because they're snarky. Um, and the right half of the wheel, like vertical half of the wheel, is all about like moving the conversation forward. And the left half of the wheel is all about like finding out more information. So you can kind of get an idea of what kind of information or discussion you're going to be um, adding onto this so uh, strewn throughout the game oh, that you're, you're hacking these little terminals and things strewn throughout the game you can get more information on the lazarus project and miranda and um you know kind of get some into the lore here um and so you're hacking another terminal there you go nice Perfect. that was easy that was a lot yeah. easier yeah 
Okay. I'm getting this hacking thing going in. And so you can actually read that, I think, that terminal. Nice. But yeah, you can Hello. activate these terminals and see Miranda talking about the project as it's going forward. So it's trying trying to be the game telling you more of the story of what's happening around you. Okay, so I have to match two symbols. I'm I'm just hacking a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So this is like you're connecting circuits. So if you mouse over different parts, you have to basically find the match and like click on it and then connect the circuit. Like this? You got to do it quickly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. It doesn't really say that, that there's like oh, a little... Oh, shit. There you go. And so you have to do five of them, it looks like. There you go. There you go. And then the last one there. Boom. Nice. This is interesting. I've never seen it like this, hack-wise. Like, these are some interesting stuff. Yeah, uh, they're like course... little mini-games that help you get more items or... And not mini-games. Ooh, I want plus four Renegade two, plus two. Oh, I'm getting all this stuff now all of a sudden. Wow, wow, this is interesting. Yeah, that's all from the hacking that you did and stuff. So. Oh, nice. See, that's that's all good stuff. Yeah. Okay, I'm still walking through stuff. Open door. Ooh, here's some dialogue. Okay, so upper right is a good guy. Yeah, so we'll let's describe it when we, when we get to the next one. Oh, snap. So Miranda opens the door and she just shot Wilson. <laughs> and Jacob's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> she said, "My job. Sure Wilson betrayed us all." So, notice here. Okay, so let's cut the wheel vertically in half. On the right side, that's yes. always going to move the conversation forward and always mm -hmm. going to get closer to the end of the conversation on the left gotcha. side it's finding out more information and then mm -hmm. the upper side so if we go like horizontal this. now upper is always good guy bottom mm -hmm. is always renegade and that's not always true because they have to sometimes fit information on the left side and so, <laughs> so it's they not shot themselves in the foot <laughs> but yeah but like the this is generally you're saying, true. The, you're saying that what i have right here is uh paragon yeah right. that's like the good guy and, and that's the, the renegade right here is i knew he was lying yeah so like um, in this case you the more information side is okay yeah there you go so sorry it said even if you're sure that wasn't exactly due process <laughs> yes it's like we don't have time for that <laughs> i thought I'm... so miranda Ooh. i'm never wrong she says so so the paragon choice on the more information side is that that your idea of due process and the renegade side is now now you can't question him. Can't you question know? him. Yeah. But then on the other side, you've got uh, I knew he was lying. So yeah. right. I'm gonna leave that because that sounds bad. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're basically saying uh, you're are we going to the elusive man then? Because Miranda's like, get in the shuttle, let's go. And Jacob's like, uh, I don't know. My that's my only option. So notice again, left side is more information. Right side right. is let's get this done. Um, so often they they tie like find out more information into like one choice, and then you can move mm -hmm. through the wheel and choose different things. And again, this is one of those instances where the renegade versus paragon doesn't matter on this part. Okay. So this is you finding out more information from Miranda about what's going where she on. was during the attack. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Oh. So she's explaining that Wilson figured out that Miranda was trying to block him and help Shepard, and he was trying to sabotage the whole thing. Uh -huh. Probably, she basically made a joke. He's like, "I got here as soon as I could. Probably a little too soon, if you 
ask Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> he gone. Uh, he gone. He gone. Uh, yeah. Lazarus Project. So now you're asking about the Lazarus Project. And so she said, they put two years into you. And a lot of money. Which they say trillions of credits later. Yeah. Oh, she basically said, I should need to talk to the elusive man. So Justin uh, chose, why? Why did you do this? And she said... Basically, you need to ask him, the elusive man, but we poured unlimited resources into you. So Uh, now you're asking about your crew, and she said, you know, that wasn't our mission or something like that, right? And then you said they might have survived. and Yeah, and I'm basically saying, uh, we should go make sure we can save anybody. And she's like, "Uh, no. Yeah, I mean, I always have to choose that. I'm the hero guy, so (laughs) I'm always like, let's let's go back to the station, save people. Let's save those people. We That's don't have not time for this. what we're here for. So. Cool. so they get in the shuttle and they leave the uh, medical facility to its Which own is devices. An interesting looking facility. Oh, this is a, a, a space shuttle that looks very bland. Yeah. Yay. It's meant to be. Because it's meant to be on the ship. Yeah. So now your glowing scars are a little bit more prominent. Because I'm par- because I was moving towards uh Renegade? Or well, no, it's just more in the dark. But, and yeah, also you chose some Renegade options. So, yeah. Oops. Which That's even so if weird. you choose Renegade and you get maximum scar action and your mm. eyes are glowing, you can al- mm. always choose to pay to have it cosmetically fixed and then you just look like a person. Gotcha. Yeah. So it says you listen to one of metal fighting bat- batarians during the Sky- Skillian, Skylian Blitz. Skillian Blitz, yeah. So the batarians no are a form of alien race. Yeah. So now they're trying to de- they're they're basically doing tests on you to find out if you're okay and like you came out of everything okay and your memories yeah. and um personality are intact. Um mm-hmm. and Miranda is like we don't really have time for this. <laughs> but yeah, she's asking more questions. <laughs> oh, so like the choice here or not the choice, the the go forward on the story is that Ashley Williams, she was one of your crewmates, she was killed during right. Vermeer mission which was a mission you did in the previous game right um and they're asking you why did you leave her behind right yeah and then and i'm going to say it was a hard choice and it was uh, basically saying it was a hard choice to make um i didn't do it casually yeah and she gave her life with so basically you find this facility and it's filled with Saren, which was the guy you're chasing through the through space to fight him and win um, his facility and he had enemies attacking you and stuff and the only choice you had was to blow up this bomb but somebody had to stay behind and activate it and it ended up being ashley who did it so yeah so now miranda's like look it's fine she's great and let's just talk to let's just double check man yeah yeah. Let's talk to this dude where we're on another floating platform and <laughs> it just automatically brings me in here. Yep. Ooh, plus four paragon. Yo, time to get be good, good side. <laughs> Which is something I don't normally do. I'm so you can person. talk to both of them after you talk to the elusive man and like you okay. can have this huge long conversation with each of them, which is pretty interesting too. So I like really delving into this is why there's <laughs> I have a problem, you know, and, and that is that any game that has character development is like Ooh. a game for me. And that's why and I like I... a lot of JRPG games. Oh, shoot, Josh. There's custom customization of the armor. Oh, yeah, totally. So as you get more armor pieces, nah. you can activate different pieces and make yourself look different. And you can also oh, customize like, the yeah. entire uh, color of your armor down below. 
Yeah. So you, you get to choose what you look like when you're out of your armor. Um, and then you get to choose what color your armor is. It's fun. How do we, but as how you, do we in do this color? game, what's interesting about the previous oh. game is that um, it wasn't as customizable in terms of armor look. In this game, uh, the armor gives you special oh. abilities and things, and you can customize all the colors and things. So you can add patterns and things to it, which is fun. Purple. <laughs> oh, I'm like just di- dishing it out here. <laughs> Justin's customizing his color of his armor because it's this fun. Is, it's surprisingly fun. Neat. Oh, whoa. There's some oh, camo. Don't yeah, mind if I pa- do. You can add patterns and things. You're okay, going to make I'm her look add... like Master Chief, aren't you? <sighs> there we go. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, that's pretty neat. So I look like uh, it's like a cyber. I'll call it cyber camo. Yeah, cyberpunk camo. Ha ha ha! Too <laughs> soon. Oh boy. Okay, so now I'm stepping on what I'm assuming is an elevator, going to talk to the elusive man. But maybe it's not an elevator, and it's a uh hollow thingy, Majigi. Yeah, that's scanning me. Oh, he doesn't like to be talked to. Ah, uh, I see. So, so now you see yourself thing. being holographically projected into the room you saw at the beginning of the game with the big sun in the background yeah. and the elusive man smoking. So you just met the elusive man face to face or hologram to hologram. <laughs> so uh you, you don't know me. Yeah. So they're having a conversation now and Shepard, you just chose you don't know me and he said you need to put your personal feelings aside. Humanity is being attacked. Because again, this is Cerberus and he's the top dog on Cerberus, and Cerberus is a pretty evil organization in a lot of ways. Yes. So so I'm working for a bunch of racists. How apropos. This yep. is terrible. And that's the fun part, not the fun. Oh, my gosh. The interesting part about this game is that you're always wrestling with that fact that yeah. you're trying to save more than just humanity, but also humanity, all while doing it under the guise of this horrible group. So, yeah. Ooh, and I just, he basically asked me how I was feeling, and I I basically gave him the good cold shoulder. I'm like, yeah. Oh, you so you gave him that hardcore cold shoulder, and he's like, Cerberus isn't as evil as you might believe, so... You know, he's trying to play it up a little bit here. Yeah. But he's pointing out there's a threat to humanity, and that's why Cerberus is involved. And uh, regardless of how you may feel, there is a threat, and that's why we brought you back. Gotcha. Reincarnated. Sovereign was the previous um, Reaper, the Vanguard Reaper that you stopped from calling the rest back to destroy all of civilization. (laughs) And so now he's trying to convince me to, to come and help him. Yeah. Because he is saying humanity is at risk because the Reapers, or the Reaper, the Reapers, however you want to say it. Yeah, and he's saying, like, because you, you're pointing out, like, I I don't trust you. And it's going to take more than us talking for me to trust you. He said, yeah, I yeah. would be disappointed if it was just that. You, I have a mission that you go do and you see for yourself. Right. And you're and like, so I, okay. Uh, I'm supposed to trust him? Jacob yeah, so he's pointing out that you're going to go with Miranda and Jacob as your teammates. Yeah. And you chose to say, Miranda killed Wilson in cold blood. And he's like, yeah. Wilson was a traitor. She took care of the business. <laughs> yeah. And Jacob's a gun for hire. Yeah, one of the best, but still a soldier. Do I really have a choice to help them? Yeah, so you chose, do I have a choice? Sure. If you don't he says, things. you always have a choice, Shepard. If you don't find what, what you- I'm looking for, you can leave. Go to Freedom's yep. Progress. 
He's saying, like- go do this thing and you can decide for yourself. And if you aren't satisfied, you can leave. All right. This, this noise and music in the background sounds like uh, the, the start of a Bulls game. It's like, I don't know how to explain it. The, <laughs> the intro music. All right. So you got some achievements, which is nice, and a couple of extra little pieces oh. and some experience. And now you can go back and talk to Miranda and Jacob, who are waiting for you. Gotcha. Talking to Miranda. So she's pointing out that he's very he's impressed with you. Miranda's impressed. a really cold-hearted B-word. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm terrible. Saying, remember who's in charge. Ooh. That's why you don't do anything to betray. Ooh. She's like, I'll follow your orders as long as you don't betray Cerberus. <laughs> so, yeah. Touche. Well, we don't Miranda. have Miranda, yeah, bringing the hate. So Justin just said, I really appreciate it. I never got to thank you for saving, but also like bringing me back to life with the Lazarus Project. And she's yeah. like, I hope it was worth it. A lot of people gave their lives. Better put, yeah. put up or shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so Ooh. now you're kind of talking Power about, you know, with her, like that she believes in Cerberus. And yeah, you're going to be an asset or a liability. We'll see what happens. Oh, so Justin, you just said it's clear you don't even want to talk. (laughs) Miranda's like, we've got an assignment. Let's go do it. So that's very much her. Nice. And now I got to talk to Jacob. Those colonists need my help. So Jacob is more soft, you know, in terms of Paragon versus Renegade. He's a soldier, but he's a, a good hearted guy. So, yeah, Miranda is not. She's she's pretty hardcore. So I basically said uh, that I I feel like he is a good man and maybe he's just working for the wrong people. He said, maybe, but that's what I thought when I was working with the Alliance, which now has intrigued me. (laughs) Jacob and the Alliance. Yeah, he used to be part of the Alliance, obviously, so a real soldier. Nice. What's a Corsair? So he's pointing out that he was one of the Corsairs and she's never heard of the Corsairs. And he's now pointing out that it was an alliance initiative and um, was similar to the Spectres, which Shepard was a Spectre previously. Mm -hmm. And the Spectres were the the Citadel's special forces, basically, where... Yeah, that's what it seems like. They could supersede the law and make choices without having to go through red tape. And that's what you were in the previous game. And now I'm asking why he joined Subarus. Yeah, and it's clear that some missions or a mission or however many missions mm-hmm. went wrong and he didn't get a chance with the Alliance to actually do the right thing. It's clear that the right thing is very important to Jacob. So yes. he then joined up with Cerberus to be able to do what he wants the way he wants to do it. Which in his right. mind is, you know, the right thing. Which, right. who knows. So, so... Cool. Now you're, you got a little bit more on each of these people. Um, you know a little bit more about them. Yeah. So that's the idea behind having these conversations and talking to people and finding It's like more. a mini game within the game itself. It's just yeah. getting to know the people the more, know them more. Uh, do I want to continue or is this a stopping point or is there like something? I think we continue a little bit more. Okay. And then, you know, we can find a stopping point. Up. Spend squad points on bosses before leaving missions. Ooh, explain So that's, me. that's the role-playing aspect or ah. role-playing game aspect. So, you know, RPGs typically let you choose to build your character the way you want, but you also get to choose to build your squad mates as well. So, and that's true of the last game and this game. So you nice. basically get points to put in abilities. Okay. Hence RPG. Squad points. 
so but the interesting thing that they have done with this game and the previous game is you could tell it to auto level you like it it can put points in for you and gotcha. level you up um interestingly enough through several extra playthroughs on all of these games i always I always level myself, but then I, I level up with points the other squad people auto, automatically. Mm-hmm. Like, I just choose. I'm like, I don't even, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I just ended up auto-leveling up, so. Cool. Yeah. It's just but I can't, a uh, squad is just picking me. What was your portrait? And so I'm assuming, like, your Paragon Yeah, so that's, your, that's, like, the Paragon points and Renegade points. Is so it, is that it will just fill like, up as you do more things. Uh, is this like this little ticker where I'm yeah, at or yeah. holy yep. cow. So, and just, I mentioned it before, but as you gain more points in either or you mm-hmm. will open up new dialogue options in some other conversations. So you have gotcha. to hit a certain threshold on either or to open those dialogue options. So, Ooh. yeah. So level now up. it's ending this little section of the game to tell you, you got to level up. You've got XP gives you a little mission summary what Gun. weapons you got nice. and yeah you can close the close. report and exit and whatever so yeah cool and it it kind of structures it like you it, like it's the elusive man getting his reports on what you did and how and gotcha. anyway um it's fun to see the loading screens load relatively quickly because in the xbox 360 it was forever to load yeah, these sure. scenes so Someone could still be alive. So they're talking about heading to the mission and they're taking a shuttle down to the planet and they're talking about what the priority should be. Yeah. And of course, Miranda has the typical line of, no, we have a mission. And Jacob's like, well, of course, we'll look for survivors and so on and so forth. So you fly down to your first mission and you get your first two squaddies now. You've got Jacob and Miranda to control as well. And they're going to follow you around. Can I send Miranda into a pit so she just dies? So I don't have to deal with her. <laughs> she's not that terrible. She turns out being awesome, Ooh. but uh, you know you got to earn her trust. She's pretty hardcore. So okay, you could so probably this is launcher. probably a good place to end. I mean, this is the whole mission. Um, I thought something else happened, which it doesn't in this part. Uh, so you do your first mission and you find out more about Ooh. what's going on. If you're up for ending at this point, we could probably stop here. Yeah, I just I don't want to get into into it because yeah. uh, this is a whole next... mission. Like this is a real whole like mission <laughs> with well, plenty guess... of talking, plenty of talking. Let me uh, save this and I'll give my spiel. Save game. Say oh wow, there's a spinning disc saying that I saved the game. <laughs> this is dated. Uh, yes. Uh, so overall impressions. Uh, this is much better than the first one. Like yeah, I, everybody will say that significantly much better than the first one the first Um, one is very dated and much older and um yeah very early right so so i i think that to me uh is already a plus because the fact that you know it, it i already my first impression was that i didn't necessarily like the game uh, or the series, uh, which is not correct. Now, um, I actually want to play this game. I know I said this with the last one that we played, which was Pillars of Eternity, right? Pillars of Eternity, right? Yeah, you got it. I was trying to remember if it's that one or something else. Anyways, but this game was it was intriguing enough where I like the the combination of the cover shooting and the dialogue in it, and it is a Bioware game, so the dialogue is pretty deep and um, 
and it's but it's quick in a sense like yes they're not super long dialogues but they provide just enough detail that you need to keep going um which i appreciate that in a game because you don't really get get games like this anymore i like i i really don't think you have uh cover shooters in general but like shooters where there's that much dialogue <laughs> it's really no just yeah game. i think this is the only one i can think of where it's like a role-playing game that deep yeah and and the closest thing I could think of is really just Gears, but Gears doesn't have anything. You have zero uh, control over the the uh, dialogue, but also even yeah. your teammates, really. You have very little. But overall, it was it's interesting, and I like how it kind of speeds you up um, to try and t- teach you about everything that you might have missed if you can jump in, because I feel like I could just jump into number two without even playing number one. For sure. Yeah, uh, which I I think there's a that. huge value to playing one and having your own choices, but mm-hmm. it is a slog to get through that game. Um, if you feel that it's boring to begin with, because it's not going to get any better at that point. So, yeah, good to know. Uh, I think the next part of this is playing this again. Uh, I would almost like to see if we can switch things up, and I really want to try streaming some of the games that we play. I don't know how we'd, I'd have to figure it out. But it'd be nice <laughs> to do something where, um, uh, on off days, no, no particular schedule to begin with. Cause you and I are both humans and sorry, that's terrible. You and I <laughs> both have families and, uh, it's hard for us to like schedule around already. I mean, we have a schedule for our recordings, but to schedule in things like, uh, consistent streams of playing anything and i think it would be fun to kind of play through older games that i never got a chance to play through and this would be something i yeah. enjoy playing because it, it is actually pretty pretty good and the fact that the graphics when i went to 5k it looked really good yeah um and unfortunately that is a factor for me is like playing old games if it's not somewhat good and like somewhat uh passable <laughs> it does take away a little bit from it but this was really good yeah, and the game and the play, the gameplay feels very fluid too. It's not you can see a vast improvement in how yeah. it plays from the previous game. Like the previous yeah, it, game was very clunky. Yeah, it definitely makes it a lot easier. Yeah, uh, to play through. So yeah, I I think it's good. What's funny is that when this game came out, there were some complaints similar to when Fallout Four came out. How this was more of a shooter, and you know why and blah blah but i don't think it even has a parallel to fallout 4 where fallout 4 like eradicates your ability to have choice in the role-playing aspect of it okay like it fallout 4 is more like okay cool you can select dialogue options but it doesn't matter what you choose where this game at 100 percent matters what you choose (laughs) and affects the game after it if you choose different things so um yeah, it's more shooty, but you can always stop the action and like pause and tell your teammates to do stuff. But I actually find the shooting in this game fantastic. And it, the game unfolds with getting deeper and deeper in each of the characters' lives and, and finding out more about them. And you have to find a crew and bring them in. And um, then you have a mission at the end to do. And it, it's, it's pretty, pretty awesome. So it's one of my Jeez. favorites. Yeah, for sure. Um definitely yeah, a game that i would like to come back to yep. and play some more uh even maybe just like i said stream it and, and go through it for the first time um, yeah it yeah. gets really like i said it gets really really deep with the dialogue and the characterization and and that's why while you know it could be argued metacritic put it at the 
top. You know, it's like the best RPG of all time right now in Metacritic's eyes. That's crazy. So, um, I don't know 100% if I agree with that personally, but also I think this game is one of my favorites of all time, and um, it is really good. So it we was. should come back to it. Cool. Thank you for uh, one gifting it to me. That was very kind of you. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to make you play this. <laughs> but he essentially forced the hand. Like, I had no other option. He's like, yeah, here you go. Now you have no reason to say no. So That's right. I mean, you love games that are in space. You love space games. You love Star Wars. It has so many of those aspects and such yeah. deep dialogue and fun that it's like, yeah. this is such a Justin game. You have to play it. Yeah, it de- it definitely does, especially, too, like with the different effects that you can have as a uh, as the individual, whether you're just a straight uh, soldier, or, uh, and then or you can have some or like an elemental in a sense where you have uh, 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 special abilities you can use while fighting. Yeah. I think that's pretty yep. cool. So, All right, well, thanks well, for playing it and trying it. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I, I'm glad too. And I think on that note, I'm done talking to you. <laughs> done talking to you too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.